Okay, before we dive in, I have to tell you about something that is very near and very dear to my heart, which is ZipRecruiter. Let me tell you a couple things about ZipRecruiter. First of all, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Let me tell you a couple other things. When you post on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 job boards with one click, a single click, 100 job boards. Powerful technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job and actively invites them to apply. What, what, what else can I tell you? What else can I tell you? Oh, here's the most important part. If you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Zach, that's my name, Z-A-K, you're going to get a little discount code. And you know what else? It's going to make me look very good if you go to ZipRecruiter and you use this code. So if you need ZipRecruiter, use the code. And, you know, if, if you don't need it, just consider putting it in the back of your mind because you might need it one day. And the code will be there. We're in no rush. I mean, that's that, those are the good people at ZipRecruiter. We're here when you need us. You, you know what I mean? We're just, we're there. We're like, I don't know, we're like Tylenol. We're just in your closet. And you don't need us until you need us. And then you need us. And by the way, I, I don't work for ZipRecruiter. This is not an us kind of situation. But I'm a fan. I've used ZipRecruiter and I approve. This is going on way too long. Okay, here we go. Let's dive in. The Zach Kuhn Show. Okay, here we go. Episode 74, Seaforth. You know, we actually recorded this one live in person at Shelter Music Group in the BMG building. The fine folks at Shelter let us use their office to record, which was a perfect place to record with Seaforth, I gotta tell you. But Seaforth, let me tell you a couple things. First of all, sexiest duo in country music, hands down. More importantly, though, their new single, Breakups, is on country radio right now. You can hear this today coming at you. I'll tell you another thing that's coming at you. Seaforth on the Jordan Davis tour, which is getting ready to hit the road. And I gotta tell you, this really excites me that Seaforth's coming to a town near you. Makes my heart skip a beat. When you walk down the street, it's a little Buck Owens for you. And I love these guys. Funny, charismatic, very smart, good looking, great music. What's not to like about Seaforth? Check this out. Seaforth, if you don't know them, you're going to learn about them right now. Here we go. Let's dive in. Ah, Seaforth, in the studio. Hell, oh. Zachariah. Guys, first of all, that car. Zachaton. Is that really the car that you drive everywhere that you've been here with? That, that's my, that is my truck, yes. We hire it when we need to go places. The car dealership. What is that? That's an F-150? Yes, 96. Where'd you get that from? I got that from a from a bloke in Kentucky. I drove up there. Two, about two-hour drive. It was a one-owner. He, he had it in his garage for like 10 years or something. It was his dad's car. He was selling it for him. Only 90, wait, 80,000 miles. Gave him cash. Drove it back to Nash. How much is that car? Uh, Can you tell me? That's it's nothing crazy. We've got it for six, six, six million, six million, six hundred k. Yeah, is that um, was, is that like your dream? Would you track that model down? Uh, yeah. Well, it, I, I originally wanted a birth year, which would be ninety four, and then this yeah. came up, and I was like, I, I'm not going to get it. Like, I'm not going to find another one like this, so I had to get it. I love that Two car. years, it's close. When you guys came into that with that, I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's the C4 the vehicle I right there." That. Is that what do you drive? Dude, I drive a <laughs> <laughs> dude. I drive a Nissan Altima, bro. <laughs> a black Not, Nissan. You know, we should do like Nissan if you, Leaf. If you googled car 
my car would, would come up. Come up. <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> yeah. you guys are so that's like I like I drive a Honda CRV, which to me is like the first car that's not that's, super, that's a little SUV, right? It's a little SUV. To that's, me, that's the first that's car good. that's not a bad car. No, that's like, good. That's yeah. in a category that's the first level of that's, good, that's probably when, the safest car out there, right? That car is so safe. I crashed what does CRV that thing. stand for oh, car um, rental vehicle. Car 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 rental vehicle. Car respect. Car respect. Car respect me. Vehicle. Can't respect this vehicle. This vehicle. Yeah. Uh, I think is that what is that what it stands for? Can't respect vehicles. Do you guys have any idea how good looking you guys are? Do you know this? <laughs> this is everybody. I was talking with someone. This is true. I was talking with someone two days ago, who's a, a very attractive woman, and I said to her that I was going to be talking to the Seaforth guys, and the first thing she said was, "Those guys are so hot." That's what she said. That's a very nice thing for her That's to say. Very nice thing for her to say. Do you guys know that how hot you guys are? Okay, really, but say, do you guys know her? I'm like, do you guys? Do you guys? You guys are like really attractive, right? Have you guys always like? Were you guys popular? <laughs> I, would, I would just never would think you, that ever or say that. No, I'm you crawling, don't think that. I'm crawling I'm into a shell at the sound of it. Yeah, at I'm, the uh, everybody talks about the Seaforth guys though. That's a true. That's a true reaction. Really? That's, that's what well, she I said. appreciate that very that means, much. That means a lot. Thinks so. that. Okay. Now you got people listening going. Who, no, they're not. <laughs> those guys, these guys, no, you guys are. And by the way, see, the thing is like, like Mitch, for example, I'm looking at, he's got like a really nice guy vibe, but the tattoos give him a little bit of like an edge. So he's got this really, both of you guys have edge, this very sure. nice person to, energy. The glasses make me very, and you very you nice, approach, very, very approachable, but the tattoos give a little bit of an edge, which I think is like a, like a really good vibe. He might be intelligent, but probably not. <laughs> And he might have done some time in prison. Is that That's what... okay. Okay. Um, let me ask. Okay. So the reels, for example, Instagram yes. and TikTok, you guys are really funny on these. There was something you guys were doing this like eat shit challenge. Yes. Where you guys ate snails, <laughs> right? We didn't, we didn't eat actual shit. That's next. <laughs> Just to but clarify. But it is funny that people, I, f- I feel like in most conversations we've had with people recently, they've been like, you're the, you're the, uh, is it shit guys? You know, the guys that eat shit. Yeah. They're like we don't actually eat feces. But, no, I I knew that. Um, but sometimes. You, <laughs> so, but wait, hold on. So I've got. Ha, have you done four episodes? Because I saw that it was episode four. Yeah. four. Yeah. Yes. I like couldn't that. find the other episodes. Are the other episodes on your reels? They're on Pornhub. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> no, they're on. They're on Instagram. Uh, they're on I our think, profile. Yeah, yeah, we I think. Yeah, we've uploaded all of them. But we essentially, I was at Kroger one day. And, and I was walking down one of the aisles and I just saw some things on the aisle that I was like, that just looks shit. Like who would, it, who would buy this? And then, uh, you know, I was like, we should just do a thing where we just try shitty foods. And so we went to Kroger and we just picked out some stuff that looked horrible. And it was now. And the premise is just, is it shit? Are you, right? are you worried that James Corden was doing this and he got canceled? Or he didn't get canceled, but they called him out. Was this for the uh the spin the table for thing, spin the table the, thing? The, the they were eating like you guys were very grossed out about eating these snails, but the French eat snails. Maybe these. Maybe you're gonna kill your French audience, dude. Is this we, possible? We, we did have someone reach out. Yeah. No, you didn't. Did we you did, really? Yeah. We, well, we did the Swedish fish one. I don't know if you. Well, you haven't seen the other ones. I haven't seen the there's other. This, ones. There's this canned <laughs> Swedish fish called surströmming. Yeah, and I saw some people on TikTok do it. And like they literally open the can and start like projectile vomit. Like it's so, so bad. And I was like, well, I have to do it. And I didn't tell Mitch about it. And I ordered it from Sweden. It cost like 65 bucks. Took like three weeks <laughs> to get there. It arrived at the house and I set up the table while Mitch was like out somewhere. He comes back. I'm like, all right. And we did it. But uh, it was a Swedish fish. That's like, it's notoriously Terrible. bad, like smelling. And then apparently it's like some delicacy, whatever. 
But then we did when it. We, it's not when you say Swedish fish. I think of the red. No, candy. no, 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 and and fair enough, like what, we didn't yeah, even think it. about yeah. it. But she's like, oh, like this is offensive to people that like eat this food for a, like for a living. And I'm like, hey, each to their own. If you want to <laughs> eat, eat it for a living, ahead. that's the I'm nine to five. Saying, I'm not <laughs> saying it tastes good. And if you try yeah, it, I'm you like, would also there's say it there's certain good. things that everyone's going to get offended by. Yeah. And I'm you're like, never going to please everyone. If you're offended by just us not liking a food, I'm okay with that. Like, what we're not you, saying like the people I that eat it are terrible. We're like. I personally think don't like the food. this doesn't it's taste shit. very nice. <laughs> don't and you it's think, mainly just, yeah, I don't yeah. like the taste of it. You call it, is it shit? Because it's funny. Yeah. The, but don't you think like if you saw like some Americans doing a similar thing with like Vegemite or Promite, like would that offend you? Or I would guess you... I'd be like, fuck off. Vegemite's great. But, but then that, that, that'd be the end of it. But also, yeah. I, and my argument would just be like, they're just not eating it right. And I think they're we, putting too much on. I think we weren't that, eating That's it the right. idea. We wanted to get a guest on. We do it. But then we have Vegemite as one of it. So then the guest has to be like, yeah, and then try the, the problem. The, yep. the problem with Americans is that we put, we think that you, you have to load it up and put like a ton Nutella on. or something, Wrong. but yeah. it's, it's a thin layering of Vegemite. Yes. Have you, have you tried it. it? I have tried it. I don't Was actually, shit? I actually had an Australian, maybe you guys know Michael Chase over at MGM. He's an Australian who lives in Nashville. Okay, so I tried, he tried, he put like a bread together. He put a little bit of butter down. We toasted mm-hmm. the bread, but butter down. He put a little bit on Like he did it the way the he right did way. it, yeah, the yeah. right way. I still did not really like it. Nah. <laughs> I think it's Personally. just you don't know what to expect at all. You're expecting like a nice sweet, like nutella kind of thing. The aftertaste. And then it's I... just, whoa, that's a salty experience, which some enjoy. Um, but but you you're not prepared have, for it, it's, it's not going to be nice. Do you get shipments here? Do you have like shipments? Like, yeah. No, but, you, shipment but do you have some of your apartment? Like, a shipment in for Glastonbury. Where, where, where you live, is it getting shipped in? Like, do you guys always have it my, on? My mom will just send send a tub every now and then, like a little Australian care package. And I love it'll, that. It'll yeah, last yeah. a while. And then if Two we days. go back, which we haven't been in a while, we'd usually pick it up. But yeah, mom will send some. We usually pick it up. I also like this other video that you guys did where I think it was for the Eddie Eddie's Attic promo where like you were talking mm. and you were basically like you cutting were trying, you were starting to say, what? Oh, yeah, just get cut you off. were starting to say something. Mitchell was starting to say something and Tom was just cutting him off. Yeah. Why? What? What is this? Where's this come from? Is this just like we've a thing? Kinda, that, we've kind of joked around with that kind of thing for a long time because there's two of us and like. Like you say, like about the whole like attractive thing or anything, like we're so self-deprecating. We're like we're not very good with like compliments, and I feel like we're not very good with like self-promo either. Like yeah. I feel like a lot of people are like good at being like, "Here's what I'm doing," and I feel like we just aren't very good at that. Just in nature, we're pretty self-deprecating. So yeah. I feel like we've known each other so long, and we're such good friends. We just kind of take the piss out of each other. And we did like an interview when we first started this whole project. And I remember we like went and edited the interview. It was this full like camera like sit down thing, and we edited the interview so that every time I spoke like a track like a, a a ship like a cruise ship horn just went like over me like but like that's kind of just been this like a running joke where like we'll do it like where one person just can't get a word in you know just you know but, a bit of interest yeah. something different does someone on your team tell you that like your strength is how funny you guys are and how clever you are and to play that up did well, you guys yeah. talk about this like well, how do we create content that we get to like because i feel like we we slacked a little bit in the content over over covid because it was just like we're not very happy right now. We're not like, really doing it. Post, post. We need personality. I'm like, I don't have any personality right now. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just can't pull it out. But mm, I they, think that's something that, like, we, like, I think we need to exploit in in a way because it's just us and it's it's just the, the real yeah. Seaforth. And I think, I think it's like you I know think we have something 
Yeah. That if can, you can get a message yeah. across as well, like with promo and if yeah. you can make it enjoyable where it's not just like, Hey guys, we're C4, we're going to be playing here. Like, which is great. But like, I feel like for us, since we do kind of just have that, gear of just like being dickheads i guess we try to like is that the mo on seaforth everyone says i'll tell you the other thing because i was talking to a couple other people it's like i'm talking to seaforth and the other thing other than you guys are really hot was (laughs) those guys are hysterical everybody thinks you guys are so funny and you you quickly you you're on your instagram accounts for two seconds or your tiktoks and you guys are hysterical and so engaging like you guys make great content i don't even think you have to try that hard even you were like here's how you make toast you put the toast in the toaster. You push the thing. Toast. Like that was the whole content. <laughs> yeah. But when I did it just then, it wasn't very funny. When you did it, it was it was like very funny. I was I watched it like three times. Thanks, man. I was like, the content's really good. I think the accent maybe does a lot as well. Just like sounding foreign, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's the. Okay, so here's what I'm trying to understand, Tom. You are a guitar prodigy. Mitch always says that Tom is a guitar prodigy, right? Mm-hmm. This is this is true. First of all, I want to talk about this in a couple different ways, but how do you learn how to play guitar? Do you take lessons or are you self-taught? Uh, I'm very much self-taught. I took lessons until I was maybe like 12, 13. Chris Raggett. Chris Raggett. Was that the guy? Chris, Chris yep. Raggett. Was he the local legend? The he local, was the, the local was the blues, legend. The blues king. Yeah. Do you look back on him and you go, that guy still was a, like my high school and middle school guitar teacher. I still think that guy's a ridiculous guitar player. Do you look back on this guy and do you think he's still really good? I don't know. I honestly haven't looked. Like, I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I remember thinking he was a wizard back in the day. And like, I think I had a digital camera video of when I was getting a guitar lesson with him one time. I was like, you have to play that again. And like, I filmed him and I need to find that because like, yeah. I know who I felt. I knew how I felt in that, in that second. I was like, it's the most incredible thing I've ever heard. And now it's probably just like, it's cool though. When you think about it, like, you know, you realize your progression where like you used, like, I remember I used to listen to certain songs and be like, this sounds incredible. How do they get this sound? Whatever. And then I hear it now and I'm like, Oh, it's just this or whatever it is. And so it's like, cool it's just to the see, level like, you're at. Yeah. Your, your progression yeah. as you grow and stuff. I feel like if you, if you are, you know, if you're trying to get better and trying to improve, it's like, you don't want to look back and be like, that was the best thing. I would like, that's where I was yeah. great. Cause then you haven't progressed at all. But are you like, when you're taking lessons, are you learning songs? Are you trying to like, are you, were you a scales guy? Bit or of were, both. You, were you just playing along to records and finding stuff that you liked and trying to figure it out and play along to it? Basically. I feel like it got, you, you do the, like the, the quote unquote boring stuff to begin with. And you learn like shapes and you learn like scales and whatever. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually at a point you're like, I want to learn like X, Y, Z by Keith Urban or whatever it is. And then like, that's when Mitch and I started getting like, we were always maids where we get like competitive. I remember like we would both leave class at different times to have like guitar lessons. So we'd be in like science or something in like grade seven. And I'd be like, I'm going to go to the lesson. And I'd come back and Mitch would be like, what'd you learn today? And I'm like, Beat it, Michael I'm Jackson. Not solo. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then, and then, and then Mitch comes back. He's like, learned it too. Like, we both, like <laughs> would you like? Would you like cut out a class, or it was like part of your school that dude? You it was the cut, best. You could cut out. It yeah. was the best. Like, you sorry, would cut out a class. Lesson. Yeah. <laughs> so if you were taking guitar lessons. You would just leave. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you literally just leave it. Which yeah. I would definitely use every now and then if I didn't. I'd be like. Uh, was it in the school gee, I'd love to learn about this but I have a guitar lesson I have a guitar lesson you just sit out on it. <laughs> which, <laughs> which in hindsight was probably much more valuable than whatever you were learning <laughs> Mitch uh, why don't you tell the class what do you think about that yeah oh, about that time <laughs> guitar lesson again guitar <laughs> wait so here's what I want to know because because Eric because Mitch always says that Tom is the guitar prodigy and I, if you watch you guys play acoustic 
Mitch is always playing the leads, right? Mitch is great, dude. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch is you're really good. Yes. And I, I can't want to talk about how good you are. Well, it's, that's only because I can't hold down the rhythm enough. And I, I was going to ask, I is feel, the rhythm harder than the well, lead? I, I just feel way more comfortable, Tom, taking like the main rhythm of, of it all because he's the, the strong guitarist. And then I can focus on singing and do some fiddling. And but, but, but a big part easy. of the sound of the two of us playing together is what you do. Like without you, if it was just me playing guitar, there's that we and because we both play and have played for so long i feel like we find ways where we're both not just strumming a g yeah. chord in the in the chorus you know what i mean like, like when we when both, we both do... when we first started we were playing like we were both strumming the whole time but like with a, like a like playing in with a capo on it yeah, on a yeah, different yeah. Fret, so you could like get a different voicing but now it's very much just like parts and parts, yeah which is cool but, but if right. you see us play full band tom's on electric playing all the lead i'm just up there strumming away and playing acoustic and guitar <laughs> Um, <laughs> having a strum and playing guitar <laughs> playing guitar time. also yeah. um, but i like when you guys were on the bobby bone show for example and you played mm -hmm. acoustic yeah. your, your new single breakup mm -hmm. i thought you know when you played that riff mm -hmm. that little intro riff mm -hmm. like this is gonna sound weird because it's not like the most complicated riff but you just perfectly nailed it like right mm -hmm. in the pocket well, with a you. vibe and and just to me that's not that easy to really do mm, i appreciate it is that just because you just have you guys have played wedding bands? You've taken guitar lessons yeah. since nine years old. I mean, yeah, we played guitar for a long time, both of us, and yeah. music, and and played together for a very long time, and just a lot, a lot of shows. Yeah. So I feel like now there's just like a muscle memory. And oh, like I mean, a, yeah, and like to, a to synergy between yeah, us and music. But there. you can play circles around a lot of people in town as well. Like I feel like you, you know, like you do say very nice things about my playing, but like to be fair like mitch is a very very competent guitarist in his own right and mitch is a very very average guitarist. mitch is a very yeah. very <laughs> nice guy would you like like if the c4 thing didn't work out would you guys be session guitar players no and <laughs> the like if it wasn't working out you would you wouldn't be like session guitar players that would I don't no think that well would be it's first. it is no. working out so we don't have to talk about that i don't think it would that, be the first i don't think it would be the first i don't think it would be the first well to be to be in you know to put it in perspective like like we say like i mean we've both played guitar for years and i feel confident playing guitar like i feel like i can you know get into a room into a studio play whatever like but i remember when we started working with dan half on our first ep that it, guy's a guitar player <clears throat> oh my god yeah, he's a, he's a weapon but we had the like the live band tracking right and it's like crazy because they come in they hear the song twice they'll write the chart and then they'll go in and they'll play it yeah and that it's like, always blows my mind by take two or three they're like nailing it and you know it's like yeah and yeah. so we have this song called taking your picture on our first ep and dan was like we did that from scratch there was no pre-pro no nothing so it was like very you know from the ground up and so dan was like tom get in we'll set you up with an acoustic and you can play along with the band and i was like okay cool and then i put the headphones on and it was like you imagine like a singer that's really good outside of the booth and then gets in the booth and gets like booth fear and then just can't do it. That Jordan was how, like how I, how I felt Jordan Booth. That's how I felt when I was playing acoustic with this band. I like, and I, I got the hang of it, but dude, it's like pressure, man. It's a whole other like skill set to be able to like deliver on the spot, like on, like, cause you're playing with a whole band and it's like, if you fuck up, then you're the guy that fucked up when the rest you of the You were in the take. Everyone yeah, ex that would be the most. Yeah, that's it's so daunting, man. I have so yeah. much respect for dudes that do it like for a living, man. I always think it's funny because to me, that is the most impressive thing mm. to be able to do that. That like a, the one take, two take wonders. Yet, despite the fact of how impressive it is, they do it all the time, oh, every yeah. day. Mm -hmm. 
And yet I feel like it always surprises them when they do it. Right. Like they go, that was a one take. Like they're always surprised that they get on the first yeah, take. Yeah. Even though I feel like they do that every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. my impression. Right. I, I, I literally like, I mean, I, I'm producing a track for our buddy that's um, signed here, but uh, we got in with the band this one day and did like a band tracking day. And dude, by the second take, we were kind of looking around like, I think we fucking got it. I think, I think <laughs> we know? got it. And it's, it's, um, yeah. And then they, they did like two more like little bits and then added, but like, it was like that easy. Like it's, it's crazy, man. Like that. It's just so efficient. They know too. They're like, yeah, I'm not playing again. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they know, know. when they, they know do, nothing. when they do, that's my best work. They, they know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're not getting there. Like, do you want another 30 takes or like, then you could come well, all together. Yeah. And that's the thing up. about vocals too, man. I feel like, you know, we've gone through phases of like doing heaps of takes and doing not so many, because I feel like there is something about doing like five, five takes top to bottom and just going, because like you can get caught up and do like 20 takes of a chorus and then, then like, the emotions just, the emotion disappears. And we're like, if we you don't get that. within the first couple takes, take it. You might as well days. come back. Yeah. 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 We've done that months. a couple of times. Yeah. Sometimes it's like you get stuck with the demo vocal and you're like, that's it. Can't beat it the emotions there and then other times you have to beat it and you spend multiple times coming back to it right 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 mm -hmm. so i'm trying to figure this out that when you guys come you guys have been coming back and forth to nashville for a couple of years starting i think in like 2014 mm -hmm. right and then you guys played the showcase at the basement yeah which yeah. is when you guys actually get signed mm -hmm. who first of all who books the showcase i think that's it was, a great question is it either a manager at the time or well, we didn't really have a manager at the time, but it was, it would have been probably Katie Jellen who now works at Warner Chapel. Yeah. Okay. So you guys booked the showcase. Yeah. And was it packed? Like, were, yeah. Yeah. And does she get the label heads and everyone out there? Cause this was like a hot room to be in, right? So this was at a time where, yeah, we'd, we'd taken label meetings with about everyone in town. So everyone kind of knew you guys. And then after that, they were like, we're going to do a, a showcase to like sum up the trip. We're leaving it was like WME like a few days after. Well, like you guys want to come out and see them and then we had like most labels were there it was kind of like holy shit like the pressure's on we'd never played any of our songs with the band we got like uh, a few nashville guys to 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 play with us we rehearsed it for an afternoon and then we rocked up and like everyone's there and we were like randy goodman not destroy this. front and center like we had we had two friends in town and they were front row and then randy goodman literally pulled up a chair the head of like sony our label yeah, pulls course. up a chair sits front and center right in front of him like right right with them in yeah. front of us like, so like as you're playing yeah he's as close as this right water there, bottle in like, front of once him, more like, pressure playing for dan huff or playing for randy goodman i weirdly didn't feel pressure that night it was weird i should have really? for sure i don't think we, we hadn't even actually played in front of dan until we like started playing shows and he came out to watch but we never had to do like the uh like a, a test, like play to be like, are these guys good enough for me That's to work with? We, right? we never had to do that. But like, we walked into the room with the head of, with the head of the label there, the whole uh, A&R team. And we're just like, this is our shot. So there's a lot of pressure on that. But I feel like it quick, like we, we'd sit and talk with everyone for a little, little while. And after the, like the, the, the stuttering disappeared, we just got up and sang and then we hung and it, it went over like so, so well. And doesn't he sign you? Like, doesn't he basically say we're signing these guys? Didn't you? Yeah. yeah. So then, yeah. then what happens? Do you then go to the Sony building? We and... we did it in the Sony building. So this we essentially got offered the deal before, before the, the showcase. showcase. We we had met with like all labels in town, and that we had a couple of like offers at this point. And so that's I think why everyone like wanted to come yeah. out because like that's like Randy, we played for him the day before or something in the Sony like 
kind of performance media room whatever and he offered us like a deal on the spot in that room so does that make is that less pressure because you're like we already got a deal or is it more pressure because you're like no. we screwed this up he might take it away well it's like if we yeah if we bum this performance and they're like eh, it's like, yeah don't worry yeah. don't worry fellas but we were we were on such a high we were so excited that energy i always yeah. think that i love seeing showcases or bands where it's maybe their first showcase or yeah. their first band and they go, is this going to work? Is this going to work? Yeah. And then there's a moment on stage where it clicks and it, and they right. realize it's working. Yeah. And that yeah. energy is really special, right? right? Yeah. When yeah. it's like the first time that this works. hundred yeah. percent. So they just call you back in. And I know Randy said something like, he was like, okay, I've got a meeting, but he called in legal or something. He said, we're yeah. signing these guys. Yeah, he right. Called in the head of legal it, and was like, no, like introduce yourself this is c fourth we're signing these guys and then she's like oh okay hi and and then walks out and do you have your like a lawyer come in or how like what's the next part was this all done before you this, flew back to australia it we, we ended up uh we had like a week or so we played oh, the showcase yeah, yeah. and we kind of like just making our decision because we had a couple offers and we like this was just so surreal for me and tom we're like what do we do like we how literally do we make the right get, choice yeah, we wanted to get like a foot in the door and then ended up having these like offers which is just like not what we expected you know what i mean and it was kind of like holy shit like so yeah yeah and then we ended up making a decision to sign with sony told them mm. came back here oh they we had they had like a big like head meeting with everyone and then they took us out to dinner as like a final where'd you guys go we went to uh what's Virago. the sushi place Virago. oh and then, the, back, the back they were like what's gonna happen like you guys and we told them tom you love sushi right isn't that your favorite food i'm a fan yeah fan. i'm a fan is that really that's your favorite food, right? I mean, well, I've got a question. I can I can counter this counter with a question, but I, I ask people, it's like if you could eat one cuisine for the rest of your life and that's it. Yeah. What cuisine would you eat? Do you know I'm not just saying this? I sushi is my favorite cuisine. Well, I would say Japanese. Ja Japanese. Japanese food yeah, yeah. because you I have sushi and you have all the different kind of you know, I would options. have 100, and I think that you can do Japanese really healthy. Yeah, totally. So you can do it a little bit extravagant. Yeah. But I like, would, I feel like good when you have good sushi, it's hard to beat. Yeah. Like a lot of people like don't haven't had good sushi. Until I agree. Like, oh, I don't know. But like they'll have like the avocado roll at a I sushi. I tried sushi till we moved here. And yeah, my you're first more, sushi experience yeah, where? was at the Eastern Fried. Oh, uh, battered and fried. Battered and fried in East Nashville, which is not a sushi place. That's but not where I you freaking love it. Pretty fire. But, dude, I was like, so I'm you in. so you've never been to like Nobu or any of those like nice. No, now we're getting bougie here. Right, but no booze, like because you like, lived in LA for a little bit, right? Yeah. So, do, so would you go like no? To me, Sugarfish in LA. Sugarfish is like the one, eh? Yeah. Wait, well, I was in Austin weirdly, and I went to this sushi place called Uchi in Austin. Really good. That my buddy at the time, his well, he's still my buddy. My buddy, he <laughs> knew the owner really. My well. retired buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but he he knew the owner really well, so he like full took care of us and brought us out like one of everything. You have to I eat think. like horse foreskin. That's the best. Oh, when dude, that, when that yeah. happens. I had I had foie gras. Do you know what foie gras uh, is? A duck. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I didn't know Definitely what it was. Definitely not horse foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's horse foreskin. Yeah, no. So yeah, but I'm I'm there and, and I was with uh my buddy and a couple other people and there was this Australian like there and we were chatting and stuff and then this thing came out and I was like, oh, what's this? And he's like, do you know what that is? And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, I'll eat it and I'll tell you afterwards. I'm like, that that's never good. a good yeah, sign. That's but, never. But he's, like, he's like, yeah. he's like, it's not that bad. Just eat it. And I'm like, what is it like? Fucking, I don't know. And he's like, just eat it. so I ate it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so I ate it, and then he explained to me that it was like they force feed a duck until its liver explodes, right? And then you eat the exploded duck's liver. But it's good though. Oh, it was yeah. What? I mean, it's, it's a what happens it's to a the liver that makes it taste different after the exploding? I think it's just because the liver expands, so there's more. Oh, there's more of it. Yeah. 
Maybe. You're Very more, I think I've heard you say your favorite food is eggs. Is I'm true? a breakfast man. But how how do you make Are you eggs? though? Are you? I love a breakfast. Uh, yeah, honestly, so do though, I though. Like honestly, I, recently I have tamed down a bit. I used to just every morning avocado on toast, poached eggs. Do you poach the eggs yourself oh, yeah. with like vinegar right. and you, yeah, you have yeah, your yeah, system, you boil vinegar. the water, <laughs> vinegar in the... In the oh, yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> turned through a phase, I remember on Instagram, where like every morning on our Instagram story, we just post a f- video of him panning on avocado and eggs. I'm like, I don't think people like, care <sighs> this much I'd about like, eggs, oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love... Wait, so where... I, first of all, I mean, look, we have a lot to talk about here, but I'm just curious, what, like, mm-hmm. where, do you, where do you get... Like, what makes the best breakfast in Nashville? That's tough. We were at First Watch this morning on 8th, which I like First Watch because they have big, hearty breakfasts. I don't even know what First Watch is. Um, First Watch is pretty fire. Really? Dude, you know what I gotta what say? Dozen bakery, bro. Dozen bakery, dozen bakery, bakery is so the, good. Dozen bakery is so power. good. The bread is just because the bread is incredible. Out of this world. My thought, it's on, so good. my thought on breakfast is like it's got to be some shit that like you leave and you have it and you're like I couldn't, not I couldn't have made this, but like this was worth not making at home. Yeah, because like making scrambled eggs on toast with some bacon, like you know, unless, there's something about the non-cleanup. You go, yeah, no, for sure. Down, well, that's like eating over, anywhere eat for a sure. Nice breakfast, but dude, dozen. They're like egg sandwich with like pesto and shit. Yeah, it's actually ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's like a square with like thin bread. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you buy the, the, sourdough. the sourdough loaf from there? It's I've had it. Well, Highly recommend. Buy the, yeah, and they also serve everything with Benton's bacon. Yes, what is which that? Is, it's just, it's the bacon they serve a dozen, which is, oh, they, really? they have it at Fenwick's too. It's the same Benton? bacon. Benton, I don't, I don't know, bro, but he knows what he's doing with bacon. Uh, good on you, Benton. Me, but you're, you, guy. you'll poach eggs and you'll like yeah, yeah. And then I that meal to me, I'm like, I, I don't get smashed avo anywhere else because I'm like, I you do that I do better that. than and I'm like, I love that than anyone I'm else. Used to that. Anyone else disgusting. in the world, dude. I started making scrambled eggs. Tom's and got watched, a great like, scram. The, 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 Have you ever the, seen that Gordon Ramsay scrambled the, eggs? Dude, that's the, that's a scrambled that egg it? I started making, bro. It's fire. Do you nail them? You think? Oh on, yeah. On the heat, off the heat, off the, off the heat, back on the heat, off the heat, back. Creme yeah. fresh, chives, dude, fire. Have you made them? I've never made them, dude. It's so good. I, maybe I'll do it. Sounds like you know how to make them, though. Well, I've watched the video like a million times. You know, what my Honestly, favorite, my favorite part of the video is when he burns the bread. Oh yeah, and he's, he's going like, so bad. He's yeah. like, shit, I burned but, the bread. Yeah, yeah. He chops. I don't know why I think that's dude, genius, great. bro. There's, there's, uh, I got into cooking like pretty heavy at the start of quarantine. Like I just was Did like, you? yeah. Well, because I'd never really cooked, and then I was like, you know, I'm just gonna start doing it. And I was making fucking curries and all sorts of like it was cool like it was fun but yeah the, the scrambled eggs the gordon Ramsay scrambled eggs are uh tried and tested and proven and they're proven gr- is he a good cook because you guys live together no, he, right he makes a great meal do you guys mostly eat it in? takes about five hours but it, it is great dude i'm like slow i like i like i need to make sure like my measurements like most people just kind of do things on the phone. i say add some vinegar or whatever i'm like one and a half teaspoons and i'm like oh fuck it. like you know like dude, it's like it's very yeah. very yeah. thought out do you yeah. guys eat in mostly or do you do takeout or like like what's the go through phases i'll yeah. be like slamming the uber eats yeah. like non-stop until i'm like i just don't want to eat this shitty fast food around and then usually for me yeah it's like i'll make my breakfast and my lunch then i get to dinner and i'm like shit Ah, uh, but dude, it's like then you, you you order Uber Eats and you see the the menu and the, the item you get is like fourteen bucks or something. You're like, ah, it's not too bad. And then you get the delivery and then you have to tip and it ends up being like twenty five bucks every time you. And I'm it's like, really you expensive. Go and buy, yeah, shit to make food and like it's yeah. cheaper and it's yeah, fun, like fun. But then it's just I don't know, it's the discipline of doing it. And uh, sometimes I feel like I sometimes I get really annoyed when I tip and sometimes they don't do a good job of delivering it and right. then I don't want to give a good tip. 
Okay, hold on. We, we we got a lot to talk about here. I got I gotta move on because I really, <laughs> I, I have to talk about this new single okay. breakup, which is being shipped to country radio. It's it's on country radio yeah. right now. Yeah. You you can hear this on country radio. Tom, did you produce this yourself? Because when you mm-hmm. go to the Spotify credit, you're the only name listed here. Is it yeah. just you? Yeah. You're your credit. Mitchell, were you slacking? Well, no, 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 why, no. Why was why was Mitchell was not involved sleeping. in the production having, having a nap. of this of this track? Let me let me let me take this, if I may, because it says my name on the production because like I guess like like and you can I guess speak into this, but like like I definitely like get in with the nitty gritty and it was like editing drums and doing blah, 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 blah. But the the song wouldn't be the song without both of us. And the whole project wouldn't be, we had this conversation today. Like we are both equally as important without a shadow of a doubt. But I feel like from a production standpoint, I'm just like a, a literally obsessed with music. And I just sit in, in our home studio and just make music and work and work and work. And like, it's just, you know, I don't really have a whole lot else going on in my life. So that's kind of all I do. But like that song, yeah, it kind of stemmed from the demo, which I did. And then like, you know, I, I, I don't know. He produced it on his laptop. Yeah. He, he produced, produced it. it. Yeah. Did you think when you were we growing up? We had yeah, like yeah. outsourced plays to, to like put parts on it. But then like Tom put it together on the laptop. Um, we tracked each other's vocals. My, my, the extent of my, my production on that was comping my vocals. That was the. That's all he did. He yeah. doesn't get. Production I recorded for... recorded my vocals and comped them. There you go. Do Which you... I had to do twice. Twice. And because we maybe said. three times. Yeah. And the final vocal. I had COVID as well when I did it. You were when the vocal on the record yeah. is you with COVID. Yeah. You have COVID on the record. Yeah. You sound great on the record. That's COVID. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's the secret. We just get it. Yeah, yeah. Tom Wait, has a great are you thing. serious? Oh no, yeah. we just we. I think you said it. We were in an interview or something like for a radio, and we said that in the interview. And then Mitch, I think, it was like, "That's why there's like that's why there's no taste in the vocal." <laughs> tasteless, tasteless. Vocal. The so, what, do you send this to anyone when it's finished to get feedback or anything? Like, do you trust yourself as a producer, or do you go, "Let me send this to you know Dan and see yeah. if he has any pointers"? Or do you send someone at the label? Like, like how's this work? Man, I, yeah, I, I guess that's great that we have each other too because like, you know, Mitch hears everything as we're working on it and stuff. And if there's things that don't seem right or whatever, like I remember we were collaborative with like parts and different things, but it, you have to trust yourself. And I think you have to also not trust too many people or not seek out opinions from too many people because then it gets crowded because everyone's going to have an opinion. Yeah. You but I, swayed left, right? Left. Yeah. I remember I did ask Dan about breakups though. I, and I haven't really utilized that because, you know, he's so busy and I don't want to be like, Hey Dan, Dan, but with that song particularly, it was getting mixed and the mix didn't feel right. And I was going back and forth with him and he was so complimentary. And so like, he was like, dude, you're a producer. Like, you're in the club like you don't need to like second guess yourself like just like what you've made here is really special and you need it like kind of thing which is really amazing to hear from your hero from, from you, that guy, you know what yeah. i mean that was like seven mixes right we we went Five through yeah we went through we went to one mix engineer who was amazing he's an amazing mix engineer but just i think you know it wasn't the right song whatever and then we ended up using another guy who you know crushed it but it's like you know you go through iterations of mixes so by the time that song was done I was like, I think it sounds good. Uh, uh, right. Just put it out. Yeah. Who do you trust to give it to you straight? Like, like, does Pete, the manager, do you think he's going to tell you this is the right mix? Is there someone that you, or Dan, I guess Dan is not going to be a yes man. He's going to tell you that, you know, 
what's right and what's be, wrong. Yeah, someone like Dan that you're like, he's heard so many records, worked on so many records. He has a good like ear for what's on the radio and all mm-hmm. that. I think he'd shoot you straight for sure. Yeah. But also I think it's just, we've got to be happy with it at the end of the day. Yep. And like there's mixes that we get back to people are like, that's great. And we're like, eh, something's still not right until mm. it is. Until it and ends. then we could just overthink too. And yeah, and I, I could go on about this, and I'll, I'll try not to. But you can get so caught up being like when you it's so close to you, you're like, oh, the 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 Gallup like horse sample that I used for because in verse two isn't loud enough. Where like that doesn't matter, like really. And like like my my buddy showed me a mix of something that he did the other day, and he's like, do you have any notes for this mix? And I listened to it. I was like, dude, it sounds it sounds great. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to turn these claps up in a second. And I'm like, you forget that you get so caught up in what you want it to sound like that when someone hears it for the first time, they're not going to. But then you hear the next time he's turned those claps up, you're going to listen to it and go, I liked it before. Yeah. Because that's that Fuck, was those where claps are too loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Can we get the horse gallops back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm in a horse gallop, but yeah. What, what happened to those horse gallops? That, that, so you guys write this song with Liz Rose and Cameron Bedell, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who brings in this idea of like breakups or who, like how's, how do you guys get with that hook? I feel like it. we didn't have like any title or anything at all at the beginning. I just had this little yeah. and then we kind of like wrote about like, just like started going with melodies and then Liz uh, kind of like just went to Tom and for some reason Tom's always had some relationship stuff going on in in some rights i feel like that actually happens a lot they're like, just like what's thera- going on? therapy sessions what's going boy, on dude? <laughs> is like, the, yeah we, we, what is going on in your life we, Tom? <laughs> tell us not, not a lot right now but we started <laughs> we started an idea that before that and i think we were like eh, it's shit and then i think liz honestly yeah, liz. was like liz, does this feel great and we were like i don't know she's like yeah let's do something else we're like okay well, if liz rose tells you to do something you know you, you do something else yeah, yeah. yeah. and then and then, so, yeah, yeah, she was just like, what's going on in your life? Like, where are you at? Let's be real here. And then Tom opened up about some things going on in his life. And there was a recent breakup. Yeah. I, feel, I don't, I don't feel oh, right narrating the, your personal life, but tell us about your we got into life. the deep of that. Yeah, no, I, I had, I had gone through a bad breakup with a girl that I'd been in a relationship with for a long time. And it happened at a Liz Rose camp that we were all at like a month and a half were prior. you both at the camp no or you were she's at the in camp. australia she was in australia in long distance long distance relationship prison and yeah prison <laughs> yeah she got sent back to prison um but no we we broke up at the liz rose writing retreat yeah. so that's why liz like knew about that whole thing because oh. like I, you know i was a bit like wrecked by it obviously and then i i you know that's when liz was like hey what you know have you spoken to that girl yet and blah blah blah. and i was like no i haven't but it sucks because i want to but i can't because we broke up and it's like 10 steps back it's like yeah and that's where the whole kind of thing came from so are you guys still friends yeah so does she know the songs about her oh yeah yeah i i really want a song written about me is that like like is she into this the songs written about her um or she well she's she's a she's a writer too and a singer and so she's like sent me she's like Cause we kind of reconnect and we're f- like friends. Like, you know, it's like fine. It took a while to get there for sure. But is it like, fine? Mitch, is it fine? Is it fine? We'll find he, out. It, it, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be the, f- it wasn't for a long time. It wasn't for a long time. A long time. This is a long saga. It was a, it was a saga. It was like Star Wars. But now like it's 12. This is like the, sh- the Shrek trilogy. Would you ever bring her out on tour to sing the song with you? Nah, no. That would be weird. You're probably right. It's a bit weird. No <laughs> one's ever she, done that before. She, she's a, she's a writer singer as well. And like when we started talking again, like she's like, you know, like how's like work and how's music and stuff. And then we'd send each other like songs. And she sent me a few songs that was just like 
fuck you. You <laughs> broke my heart. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> I think this Love is a it. sweet song because if I, if I'm sort of getting this, this song is saying like, I want to talk to you. Like I want to yeah, reconnect exactly. with you. Yeah. I want to reconnect, but I'm worried that, you know, we maybe broke up for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we, we do connect, it you it's going to end poorly. Going down yeah. the rabbit hole again. You, and that's you, the universal feeling I feel like. And that's why we were so excited about someone, the song. Yeah. hundred yeah, people connect to that. And like everyone goes through that at some point, yeah. if it was an amicable breakup or it just wasn't right. You still miss that person in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's your best friend. Yeah. You become so close. I love this song. I seriously, I I love the performance of it. I love when you guys play it. I love seeing there's like the, even the acoustic version on Bobby Bones, you guys capture this energy and this vibe in the room. Thanks, man. Always when you guys play, I think I saw you guys play for the first time at City Winery. I think it was a Dolly Parton tribute show. Is that possible? And I think was, yeah, dude. And I think yeah, you guys came out. Music. Did we played it there? The I think show. you did Jolene or me. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, did, yeah, yeah we, we did Jolene. Might have been Dolly show. Was it Dolly show? It was yeah. Women in Country. It was music. Women in Country, yeah. and you guys came out and did Jolene. I said these are some interesting looking women in country. Was what <laughs> yeah. I, was what Mitch I said. had the wig oh on. Gosh. Mitch had the wig on that night. <laughs> had the wig on. But I just remember you guys being so good. And even with you guys with an acoustic guitar, I think not all artists can get up with an acoustic solo and really capture an energy in the room. And you guys. To do that the two of you guys thanks man when you get me playing it's so good Maybe so thank good you, thank you and now you guys so now you guys are going out with jordan davis yeah mm-hmm. right yeah um on the buy dirt tour yes mm-hmm. are you guys rehearsing for this already this is you, when does the tour start september yeah, yeah september 9th so are you guys getting ready for this or what we, we how, how do you get ready for this we, i mean we had our first rehearsals back uh, a couple of weeks ago because we hadn't played with the band in like a year and a half we did our first run of shows. Like who's in your band? You guys, you guys have great players in your we band. We have, right? we have our good buddy Justin DeGraff on bass. He's originally from Canada. Yeah, and we uh we scooped him up, and then uh, on drums we have a guy called Jeremy Abbott, who's an absolute legend, and just kind of just become a little family now. We yeah we've been with the boys for a little minute now, but year and a half nothing. Did like we had like five rehearsals back to prepare for these hour sets, and we were like, there was dust and cobwebs everywhere. But oh yeah, after that I feel like we got like we felt pretty confident but then we played like four shows and even during the shows we were making changes like still figuring it out because it's like adding songs to the show, yeah adding it's all new music out, taking yeah. stuff out but we'll get in and do a couple rehearsals before jordan like the jordan stuff but i feel like after getting out and doing those few shows we have a fair like yeah. idea of where we want to be why a smaller band is that ideal like even if even if you when you guys are headlining arenas money money yeah, money, money. money yeah just money. yeah Smaller I, band, more for us, basically. Well, is well, the, uh, still none still, for us, yeah. but <laughs> but no, still, what? But less, like less in the red, <laughs> le- less in the red. But this is going to be. I mean, I I hope to make it out to one of these shows because this is going to be such a fun. Please, man, yeah, the, it, it's going to be so great to see you guys play. I also saw you guys at the Sony Showcase. I think at Twelfth and Porter. Yeah, right. Okay, I thought yeah, you guys yeah. were amazing then. Thank but what, you. like, how are you guys structuring this set? Is it going to be the same every night, and you guys are going to have your big intro when you walk on? Yeah. And then where does breakups come in the set? Like, where are you putting this at the end? Or probably gonna be like, probably won't play it. <laughs> we'll just get probably, see. We're if, sick of it already. See if Jordan wants to do it. If Jordan wants to do it, or Mackenzie Porter. Yeah, yeah. Mackenzie can do it. Mackenzie can do it. We're just gonna oh, get we'll up just... and do half an hour of Jordan Davis songs. That would be epic. We just put the it last on night of the tour. Like the iPod. You, you guys should do that. The uh, we'll put on as you're walking off. It'll be your walk off music. Yeah, it's it's over the, the, yeah, it'll yeah. be a recording well, of you guys playing it. It's funny. It's this funny thing because obviously, like we on headlining these shows with jordan but we have like an intro that's like super like and then like we have these moments in the show and like and i like i was bored in quarantine one day and i made this like intro for breakups 
that's like so emotional and it's like this like you would imagine oh, like at a, at an arena like i love this. an arena like intro where the lights go down and then, and then it builds and it's all like but we just chucked it in the set before breakups and it's like this we have this new song called dr phil that we've been playing um and and it's this kind of upbeat like like fun kind of thing and then that ends and then it's in the same key as breakups and it's like ooh, things start and it's this whole like big emotional thing. And it's kind of funny because like it's a very walk head- off the stage for a second. It's a it's very, like, you guys are the opening. Yeah, act. It's We're, a very headline, headline moment for doing? an opening act. For <laughs> I sure. love, but I gotta be honest. I get kind of annoyed when I think bands don't have their intros and their interludes figured out, right. even if it's in the tracks or even if they do it themselves mm-hmm. to me, it just ties the whole thing together and it makes it feel yeah. Yeah. so much more intentional and so much more yeah. magical. Right? At the end of the day, we got to like, we're there to entertain the audience yeah. and hype exactly his crowd say. up. And I mean, I'm sure there'll be people there for us too, which is awesome to think. Yeah. Like we haven't got, done our own shows in such a long time since the Mitchell Tenpenny stuff. And there were like people that knew some of our music then, but to then see where we've progressed in yeah. that year and a half, if we have it all, or if we have to move back to Oz, it'll be a good indication plumbers, yeah. <laughs> doing, these, we, doing these shows. You might, can I give a suggestion too? You might want to do a live eat shit tasting. Yeah, is, is it shit? Yeah. Is it shit? You might want to do a live we tasting could. on stage or maybe yeah, at the every meet night. Greets. I think so. Every night. Yeah. yeah. When, when a chance to play is it shit with the subpar Dan and Shay. I think that could be a, uh, <laughs> a with the poor man, the poor man's Danishe. Win a chance to eat shit with Seaforth. <laughs> yeah, Seaforth. No, Seaforth is one of a kind. There is no act like Seaforth out there today. Thanks, they are man. so original. That, mate. They are so, th- just the energy they capture in a room. It's chills. They're a warm blanket that's gonna take you in and swaddle you. That's what Seaforth's hopefully not music suffocate is. you. So, no, no, it's gonna make you feel like a like a tiny baby. What have <laughs> we what what have we left out here? What's been unsaid? What have we not covered here? In our final moments together with Seaforth, what's what's been unsaid here? Did we talk about breakups? Do we talk? No. What did is breakups? Did we talk about? Uh, did we talk about? Uh, is it shit? Is, is it shit? shit? We talked about. Do we talk about Jordan Davis? Yeah. I got Jordan a pretty Davis. cool truck. You've oh, got yeah. a great truck. We mentioned the truck. <laughs> how often do you guys go back to Australia? If it wasn't COVID, how often do you guys yeah. go back to Australia? Every every Christmas. What do you guys do there? Like, do you lo- like? I love going back to my home in New York, and I've got my favorite like pizza shop, and I've got like the bagels, and I've got I've got friends there, and things bagels, like that. Like, I'm, I love going. Like, Australia's got really good Chinese food, right? Like a lot of like a lot of good Asian right, food Asian. in general. A lot, a lot of good Asian right food. Like Asia, yeah. And what do you do? Like, are there things you love? Like, great do you guys sushi. love going back home? Do you feel great? I mean, this is kind of your yeah. second home, but do you feel really good when you go back home oh, yeah. to Australia? Yeah. I mean, it's always great seeing the family, but a massive thing for me home was fishing, like fishing in the ocean. You're a massive fisherman. Oh, yeah. What do you like, do? Deep sea or what do you do? Bit of, I would do deep sea and then like inshore reef fishing, just like, but I would go like very frequent and like do you go always out the ocean ever? straight up. It's, it's just a different, a different style. And I haven't been out of like, get like catch the bug for it over here just because like i don't have a boat and like i'm standing on the side of the river but if you do like the river up, like, like i go fishing around like ponds or whatever yeah, I, is I mean, that boring I, I do for it. you i feel like i have to like do it a bunch with people that like do it often and then i can get the ropes and then i get into it but like fishing at home in the ocean just where i know it and and i would do it regularly was like that's the mitch thing I'll be got desperate into. and dug a hole in the backyard with a with a, a spade and no, I filled I it with water. Down. Filled it with and water and just put a little, yeah, 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 just so he can. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think you might have done that. I know that was yeah. a joke, but I, I'm not ruling that out. It Honestly, does. It could be funny. You might have done that. It does. Hey, when you guys played the Opry, yeah, your your parents came out. Like your moms, moms were, were there. there. Yeah. Did you plan for them to come out on stage? 
Or was this like yeah. spontaneous? Were they side stage and, you, and they, did you With, like drag them out? Yeah. yeah, they didn't know. No, they had no. They clue. really didn't know. So they they're were, they're side stage, mm-hmm. right? Yep. They were both. It just coincided. They were both in town at the same time, and well, regardless both, of the Opry, both, regardless both of the Opry, birthdays yeah. too, as well. Yeah, no, that's and, not true. And right? Both named Tracy. Both yeah. of them are really named Tracy. Yeah. Yep. We were going to call ourselves Sons of Tracy, but it sounded a little evanescency. Not as good as as Goat Mud. Swamp Goat. Swamp Goat. Swamp Goat. I still like, and you guys both got goat tattoos, right? Yeah. Where are the goat tattoos? Let me see the goat tattoos. Oh my God, those are sick. Yeah. Those no, are, not really. <laughs> just got new, we actually got new tattoos on the road over here. It's yep. a little dog on a road, like road dog. Really? Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. literally. Great. Yeah, we got it with our band. How much? You guys are? Are you guys gonna get full sleeves? You're much more tad. Mitch is much more tad than Thomas. Is that true? I just got a lot of hair, bro. I need to sack the hair and put some tats on. I think. But would you? No. Would you ever do a face tattoo? Um, no. I would do like neck. Yeah, maybe neck. Okay, hold on. So you're on stage at the Grand Ole Opry, and your moms are side stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you just say, hey, come on out. Or do, do you yeah. talk about this beforehand? Hey, let's bring the moms out. I think it was kind of intentional that we we knew that we were going to get them on stage. And we knew that like we, we there was our Opry debut and the whole thing. And so we figured it was like a very Opry moment to like have them come out and join us. It was like, we're going to bring our moms out. And they had no idea. They're like, oh, my God. Did you have standing ovation when the moms came out? Yeah. I think we did. Yeah. Like, it was a really special moment. That's so epic. And it's like right? our moms had never been here to see like what we're doing. We like get to tell them over FaceTime or like yeah. texting them, like we're doing this. And then like, they don't really get an idea of like what we're actually doing. Like, yeah. We're doing yeah. radio tour. We're playing shows here. We're doing here. And they're like, we're going to actual radio now. They're like, what does that mean? But like our moms came out to festivals with us, like to radio shows, like yeah. wrote, wrote, like in the van with us, like flew around, stayed in hotels. Like they got to like see us play and, and like get an actual taste of what we're doing over here. So it was, it was unreal. Yeah, that's cool because you also kind of wonder when you're explaining it to them, you're like, am I overhyping it? Is this as cool yeah. as I think it is? Yeah. Do they think I'm crazy? Do they believe me? That And then when you get to show it to them, yeah, that's like the best feeling in the uh, world. Yeah, right? I think they don't really get it until they see it. You know what I mean? And I feel like the Opry was like the perfect thing for them to like see, to experience like Nashville and like the community and like the grandeur in a way of like we're, we're still you know baby step we're still kind of building and everything but even to to have done what we've done since we moved away we sometimes forget i forget all the time i'm like look at where we are look at what we get to do for a living you know i can get caught up and be like this kick sound isn't right for this no but i'm like no shut up like we're here we're making music and whatever like you know it's it's pretty cool man like and i think that was a really cool moment for all of us to see that seaforth in the studio <laughs> Here at BMG, I don't know. This is like a writer's room that we're in. Really nice. Space I like the there. room. I really like the room. Great walls. Great walls of China. Great sound. We got a great view of the Batman building staring out right here. If you if you look through the the, oh, yes. the window, the Batman um, building. Breakups out now. Indeed. Everybody's got to listen to it. But by the way, like you guys have so many good songs that I love. When um she says came out yeah i mean she says anything she says i thought that was such a good song thanks man a lot to talk about Mm -hmm. i knew i was gonna love that song the second that kind of guitar riff came in (laughs) that's incredible maybe my favorite seaforth song maybe next to breakup of course which is tearing up the charts right now so you have to listen to seaforth on spotify you have to check out the reels and the tiktok because they're really funny they're really funny on social media and on the content they might not be they might be beating themselves up because they're slacking on content that's what mitch said in the beginning 
but quantity over quality. What is out there is brilliant. It's very funny. You have to go check it out. And they're going to be coming to you soon on the Jordan Davis tour, the Buy oh, Dirt yeah. tour. We are. We got to buy some dirt yeah. for that tour. You got to buy some dirt. Bring your own dirt. Buy some B- dirt. BYO dirt. See them on tour. And if you're if you ever see an F one fifty drive by, it could be could be Mitch and his. If you ever see a, a black Nissan Altima drive by, it could be an Uber or it could be Tom. It could be an Uber. Or it could be me driving Uber. Where do you get your hats from? Uh, Walmart. Really? No. no. Get, get the uh, this is here. this is Stetson. Stetson. Yeah. Classic. I I, dude. You can look like such a dickhead wearing a hat, you know? And I struggled with it, and I, I do struggle with you, it. actually. I do look like a dickhead. You look like a huge no, dickhead. There is a penis under that hat, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but the thing is, man, it's yeah, like... You pull it off. The hat you looks, look, the hat look looks as good hat. as you want it to look. If you walk into a room and you're like, yeah, I've got, got a hat on, people don't question it. Yeah. If you walk into a room and you're like, ah, i got a hat, <laughs> they'll be like, yeah, nice hat. Do you, you rock the hat. I've never put on a... I always want to wear a Stetson hat. I've never put one on that I really felt worked with me and it's not even like a a confidence thing it's i just don't think i it works for me mm. well, do you but, think glasses ruins hats. like what hats you can wear because i feel like i put a hat on and i'm like i got glasses there's too many things going on right now you know what i've never thought about that but i think that might be it could be like a real like point. i'll put on a hat i'm like i need the hat because it's fucking sunny well if i but wear a, like, a ball hat or a baseball yeah, hat yeah, to yeah, me yeah. that works but maybe it's the when I put on the. It's yeah, like yeah. it's such a statement. It's like wearing yeah. a, a fancy shirt over with a fancy jacket over it, like some patent shirt with a different. Yeah, yeah, like too it's too much like going on. Too much. It's too much going on. But do you, I, you rock the hat. Thanks, dude. I love. I appreciate and to it. me, it gives because you have this very, like I'm trying. I don't Boring know I, vanilla. Bland. No, you have this style that is just like it's kind of like urban, and it's kind it's it's very just hip. But then you throw on the cowboy hat, and it's just it pulls a little bit of country flair into it thanks man but it's it's hip and modern it's the, the hat it. pulls it all together man thanks dude well it's so funny man and i beat myself up for wearing a hat like kind of self-deprecating joke but then i take the hat off dude and i it's it's a look it's a vibe and it definitely adds we'll something be somewhere to the whole. And, and if some like i don't know walking down the street and someone will notice tom and be like oh are you and then they'll look at me after and be like Okay, yeah, that's that's Seaford, but it's always like it's the, the hat. hat. Tom, hat, him noticed. It's a statement. It's like that's that's Seaford. But I heard on and, the oh, or- is that yeah, that's yeah, that yeah. other guy. I heard on the original EP that there was originally a, co- a version of the cover art that didn't have your glasses yeah. on it, and d- doesn't doesn't Randy Goodman say yeah, Randy what the fuck's like, going yeah, on here? You got the glasses. I was on. like, ah, oh, like because uh, I was kind of like wearing them on and off, and he was like, no, you need the glasses. The so we photoshopped the glasses into the epic. original pictures, which. I hate those photos now looking back. I got like I just look like oh <laughs> not a fan. Hey, let me ask you let me let me ask you this. Last question or last last story here that I'm trying to figure out. When you guys left Nashville, you signed with Sony, you go back to Nash uh, Australia mm. and you play this going away show. Yeah. Like this massive going away show, right? Mm. And then you guys were there for like another six months. Yeah. Like right. and all your friends were like, fuck you. Like what? Like we yeah. came out of your going away you, show. And, you, and now we're going to get caught. And you're still here. We bought this your is, merch. We bought your merch. <clears throat> your yeah. shitty mugs. We sh- we showed up to the the horrible show because we want we yeah. wanted to yeah. say goodbye. And then everyone and that's what happened. You were there for like another six months, yeah. right? Um, we look. The visa process was an absolute nightmare. of a thing. It was it was a nightmare, and everyone like honestly, I think people were like, oh, "Did they? Like, did the deal like happen? Is it is it like legit?" Yeah, like everybody, even like, your no, moms, no, no, right? Or like, yeah, they're like, huh. actually, my mom was like, 
take as yeah, long as, as long you need. need. Stay yeah, as long like, as you want. I, I, she's like, I think it's great. It gives you more time to like be ready for it. Yeah, I'm she's like, never gonna see you again. Sounded, you don't want me to sounded like... somewhat like her too. <laughs> that was honestly a quite a good impression. That was, but but then we made it out. We we get the visas figured out. Yeah, and we got it out. And now when you go back to your friends, like, do you guys feel like the cool cats when you go back? No, no, no. no. No, I I, I feel would. I feel more. I haven't been back in. We haven't been back in two years. I feel like I'm more American than I've ever been. And I think I'm gonna go back, and people are gonna like I'm gonna be wearing the hat, and I'll be doing the thing, and they're gonna be like, "Who's this dickhead?" I'm saying gas instead of petrol. I'm like, I would my feel so cool going back. I would I would feel like just such a badass going back with the hat and the major label deal and the song <laughs> on radio and conquering america I, I would just feel so superior to everyone it's weird weirdly enough <laughs> going so back to sydney now feels like nashville did when we were making trips out here because it was a new place and it was yeah like, i don't live there so it's like it's amazing but now like nashville's home base and it's like you, you lose that like kind of like the buzz of walk around town it's like this is my home now and that's how yeah. it feels going back home now because you're like wow like you feel like feels new again when, i'm like i feel yeah. like i'm just visiting so yeah, it's right, like a right. completely different um, yeah. emotion and totally yeah. i got i got it's cool i got c fourth on the podcast Zach. live from bmg breakups out now it is jordan davis tour is. coming soon it is oh yeah they're gonna be supporting we are follow these guys on socials we are c fourth at we are c fourth because we are buy the hat buy the Do glasses buy the merch Do it. buy my glasses off me and buy dirt and by dirt. Any final words? Our final moments. Any final words? This is a cheese. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Are you are you kidding me? That's wild. Are you kidding me? That's wow. wild that that no. just happened. Fuck. That's <laughs> wild that that just happened. Were you gonna do an and something? No, I was just gonna say final words. I just cheese. that was it. We're done. Wow. Can't we can't That's top that? Wild. We're done. I'm done. I'm, I'm turning it off. We're done. <laughs> See ya. We can't, we can't top that. Thanks, guys. There you have it. Seaforth on the podcast. Love these guys. Very funny. Great music. Breakups on Country Radio right now. And the Jordan Davis tour. Make sure you see them out on the road opening up for Jordan Davis. Tickets are on sale now. Love these guys. Great guys. The Zach Kuhn Show is mixed by Sam Heyman, and our theme music is by Justin Johnson. If you want more content from us, you can subscribe to our newsletter at NashvilleBriefing.com, or you can follow us on socials, everything at Nashville Briefing. I think that's it. We got anything else? No, that's it. See you next week. Bye.